Now, India has approved two indigenous vaccines for emergency use. One of, the, one of them is Covaxin, which is still in the phase three trials. Now, there have been a lot of concerns, right, from the efficacy to the trials that are being conducted, especially the ones that are being conducted in Bhopal. Now, several reports suggest that the survivors of the Bhopal gas tragedy <clears throat> are a victim of the Covaxin vaccine trials, which are being conducted on them without their consent. Now, to know more about this in detail, we are in conversation with social activist Rachna Dhingra, who works with the survivors of the gas tragedy. Thank you so much for taking our time and speaking to me. Thank you. I'd first like to begin by asking, you have closely worked with the Bhopal gas tragedy survivors. What do you have to say about the reports that are surfacing that victims are being used as guinea pigs or lab rats for Covaxin trials? How true are these reports? Uh, these uh, reports are absolutely true, and this would not be the first time when this would happen to the survivors of the Union Carbide disaster. Uh, basically, in early December, uh, the, a private medical college, which has also been slotted to recruit, uh, to recruit patients, uh, to recruit uh, willing volunteers for the third phase COVAXIN trial, sent out uh, vehicles with PA system in the community situated around their hospital, which are mostly communities where uh, situated behind Union Carbide factory, where people who live, uh, where groundwater is contaminated, and many gas victims also live in this area. So these PA systems with big vans came to recruit people saying, uh, get your shot of COVID vaccination and also get 750 rupees in uh, return. Uh, this message was, um, you know, put on the PA system for close to 10 days, uh, where the entire communities like Shankar Nagar and Uriya Basti, Timber Market, Garib Nagar were recruited. We think people, close to seven to 800 people were recruited from these areas. Right. Uh, most of these people who went there had no idea. They, it was all under, done under false pretext. So ha they had no idea that they were actually enrolling in a drug trial. They thought they were getting vaccinated for COVID because that's what the announcement was. Mm -hmm. And in fact, so people also said, the staff that had come from People's Hospital also said, now you're getting money. When the vaccine actually comes out, you might have to pay for it. So uh, one of the most important, uh, you know, documents uh, or what is called the bedrock of any drug trial is an informed consent form absolutely and uh, so people were made to sign their people remember signing something but they were never given a copy of that informed consent form they were never explained the risks and benefits of this trial mm -hmm. they were never explained about their rights uh, what would happen if there would be a serious ad adverse event or if they if they had any complications about that and most importantly they were never given a copy of this consent form to take home. In fact, the consent form clearly says that you may take a copy of this and consult with your family and friends and come back the next day to be part of the trial. Right. But again, the, this was the whole thing where the, the situation was created as if people were getting vaccinated and they would get 750. And that's why they targeted areas which are extremely poor and vulnerable, where daily wage workers live, where most people cannot read and write. And that is precisely why these areas were targeted and majority were recruited from these areas. 
Very true. As you mentioned, the hospital said that people who would take the shot would be paid an amount of 750 rupees as compensation. Now, do you think this could, you know, possibly lure the participants to be a part of the trials? Uh, absolutely, because they were uh, not. Uh, this was not a hidden fact. They were announcing it on the PA system. They were right. using this as an allurement. You know, right. it's another thing when you, uh, you know, say, um, you know, that you be part of this. First, you tell that this is actually a trial, yeah, and you don't mention the seven hundred and fifty rupees until the candidate understands what they're signing up for, and you know. So, uh, but uh, this seven fifty think was used as an allurement for people who earn anywhere from 300 to 400 rupees a day right yeah and that is what is 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 the egregious part of it and because they could never think of going into communities where in middle class neighborhoods or upper class neighborhoods and say these kind of things yeah okay. and that is why the problem and that is why what we have been saying that the process of monitoring and follow-up is also flawed because they gave uh, these trials participants um, empty sheets to record whatever they were feeling whether fever or vomiting or loose motions whatever but they don't understand that they were made part of a trial and they don't understand the importance of filling these sheets exactly. yeah only people who are true volunteers would record something like this more and most people not knowing how to read and write uh, 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 will not record this but most importantly they did not understand the importance of this because they didn't understand that they were part of a trial Exactly. You know, Rachna, when we talk about vaccines and the vaccine trials, the you know two most important things that come to my mind at least are consent and informing the participants in trial. Now, do you think these people were given a fair warning, uh, you know, to the participants? And, because many reports claim that these people were not aware, as you mentioned, that they are a part of the trials for a vaccine. Uh, so, you know, in at any given day, there were 80 to 100 people that were herded from these right. communities into uh, a room within the hospital, right? Uh, now, now imagine giving uh, informed, uh, if you have to give an informed consent form uh, to someone who is who understands a li little bit about trials, it would still take 20 to 25 minutes. If you had to do it properly, yeah? For people who do not know what is phase two, phase three, you know, it, 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 you you know, and people who can't read and write, you have to make them understand and it will spend, you have to spend more time in that. Uh, you yeah. know, back in 2010, when this issue, when uh, illegal trials killed 13 gas victims, hmm. there was a new, uh, you know, a law that was brought into the Drug Trials Act, which basically said you had to do an audiovisual consent form for those who were poor, for those who were illiterate, basically anyone uh, who was vulnerable. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they did not do any inform any AV consent form. Um, people is claiming that they have done it for people over 60. We have evidence that they, even for people above 60 were not take were not audio, but they had to do it for everyone who could not read or write. Where they show that how they have explained and the participant actually understood it. And you know the uh, so when people started reporting. 
you know, adverse events. Yeah. Uh, and they went back to the hospital. Um, you know, they were asked to pay for their treatment. In a lot of cases, people they didn't did not even know that they could go back to the hospital and seek treatment because they didn't know they were part of a trial right. and it was the responsibility of the trial site to ensure free treatment. Right. And so it's it's you know this this issue is not just about um, the most vulnerable and the Bhopal gas victims and those affected by groundwater contamination pairing the brunt of it. That is for sure. But it is also going to have an impact when this vaccine is rolled out to the rest of the country. Yes. If there has been no monitoring, if there has been such bad follow-up, I mean, we have a person who took, who one person who has died on the, uh, on the, uh, on the 21st of December, Mr. Deepak Maravi, uh, he took the thing on 12th and there was hardly any follow-up done with him right. um, and so so when this is rolled out um, you know it will it it, it it will have an impact on everyone's health it, 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 in a way we think it will unleash a public health disaster absolutely Rachna, could you also take us through the documentation process how exactly were these people the participants given the consent forms and what exactly was written on it whether it was a blank paper were those consent forms forged what exactly was the situation so uh, people were just given one sheet of paper, which is called the participant information sheet, which okay. had their initials, which had the date of the first uh, date of the shot and the date of the next shot, because this was supposed to be a trial where two shots were going to be administered to uh, within an uh, interval of 28 days. And again, this was a placebo and a placebo trial. So some would get uh, placebo and some would get the actual drug that is being tested. No one had any idea of that as well right. so that was the only form and uh, the form also had the number and the name of the principal investigator that that was the only thing that was given to them yeah okay. and uh, the others that were given to them were blank sheets of paper where they were expected to fill out um, uh, daily symptoms uh, how they were feeling after uh, getting the after getting after being injected so this is the only thing no con informed consent form was ever given to them on 3rd of january when the survivors are organizations raised this issue, um, you know, and put out several videos of people saying that we were never given anything in writing. It's only after that, it's only after 4th of January that they started giving out the consent forms. And that again, those consent forms are for the second shot, which, which basically means that there was no informed consent taken uh, for the first shot, which is totally illegal. Um, then you're supposed to do, uh, you're supposed to have an independent witness that will uh, sign yes. on that consent yes. form. A lot of places there is no uh, independent witness or it, or it is someone they have no idea who, who was part of the same herd that had come that day, you know, uh, and uh, they signed for each other, not knowing each other at all. Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, so and what we know that most people that people uh, enrolled in, in, in their trial were extremely poor, were daily wage laborers. Mm -hmm. They went to places where daily wage laborers gather. And that is how Deepak Maravi was picked up from where the daily play, uh, wage laborers gathered to be picked up for the day right. for that work. And so that's how they targeted. They targeted extremely poor, sick, vulnerable people, um, you know, who uh, did not know much about their rights, who were not in, informed what they were uh, getting, participating in mm -hmm. and, uh, and were totally exploited. 
Absolutely. Rachna, also, were there cases of any side effects or illness during the vaccine trials? And if there were, what exactly was the action taken by the authorities when they were informed? We know of at least two cases that uh, when they suffered an adverse event, when, when they approached the hospital, they were asked to pay for their treatment. I mean, okay. so bad is the management that they had no idea uh, that they were co-vaccine trial participants. Or even if they knew that they were co-vaccine trial participants, they were still asked to pay and they returned home. And it was only after that they reached out to us that we tweeted about them, we wrote to the hospitals, and then they were admitted uh, for this. But there are several people who are suffering adverse events. I've spoken to at least 10 to 15 uh, closely who are who don't even know that they can go to the hospital and get free treatment right. so we we are reporting these people um, uh, to people's hospital but this just goes on to show show that there is no monitoring or follow-up happening in fact you're supposed to follow up people uh, who are are part of a trial for it for three months and then those people who are excluded out of the trial because they have either they have tested positive for COVID or they right. have presented with some problem, um, some health problem, and they can no longer be part of the uh, trial. So in more in such cases, um, the hospital has taken away all paperwork that the participant had with had with them to show that they were part of the trial. Right. And again, no monitoring and no follow up happening on those people as well. Right. Also, Rachna, why do you think, uh, you know, people from the, as you mentioned, people from the poorest strata of the society are those who don't even know how to read and write, and the vulnerable sections of the society are being targeted for these trials, and, you know, they've become lab rats to these trials. Why do you think is this happening? Because there is no punishment, because there is no precedence. When 13 people died, when 13 Bhopal gas victims died in uh, trials that were conducted right. in Bhopal Memorial Hospital, not a single individual, not a single sponsor, not a single CRO, not a single company was fined, not a single person was compensated. So the right. precedence is that killing few poor people, killing few gas victims is going to get you nowhere. It's, it, it, you know, it's not going to uh, you, you know have any impact so it is easy target yeah uh, easy target to give 750 under false pretext and enroll the most poor and vulnerable and no one is going to you know no one is going to question them on the monitoring or follow-up or even 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 in the death i mean can you imagine if someone big and powerful would have died would they not know whether they were part of a placebo or whether they actually got the shot would their yes. postmortem report be given 15 days after uh, the thing, only after media started talking about this? Can you imagine? This would have never happened. This would Absolutely. have never happened to people Absolutely. who are a bit rich and powerful and people with more resources. Absolutely. Rashna, I think you've made some very crucial points and I thank you for bringing out the story for the people to know. And uh, I think in the end, I, I'd like to say that the last thing, the safest thing that we would want for the people in this country would be a safe vaccine. And we would definitely not want anybody, for that matter, to become guinea pigs to the vaccine trials. I'd like to thank you again for taking our time and speaking to me. Thank you so much for raising this issue. Thank you.